When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today we have a special Valentine's edition podcast just for you. Um, We are going to be talking about high school crushes and relationships. So today I have my friends Allison and Jana here with me. Okay, hi, I'm Allison. Um, I actually know Melody because we're classmates, we're in AP Psych together. Hey guys, I'm Jana. I'm a senior. And I'm in class with Melody for AP Lit. I don't know what, like, when we started like talking or becoming friends. I think it was just like a snap, and we we're like, "Oh, you're cool." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so nice. Thanks. All right, so today we're gonna talk a little bit more about high school crushes and relationships. So Valentine's Day is coming up soon. Um, February 14th we're recording this on February 5th so um, that's really exciting for you both because you both have significant others so do you want to talk a little bit more about your current relationship just to provide some context for the audience uh yeah okay so I'm currently dating someone and I've been dating for him I've been dating him for like two-ish years it's been a while kind of driving me insane but that's okay (laughs) um (laughs) I don't think there's much else to say oh the only like interesting fun fact about our relationship is we actually met in sophomore year when he hit me with a chair in one of our classes and that's how I met him he he actually did yeah he did that that's very interesting that's cute no it's not no it's not no you know what that sounds like a Wattpad trope like you know that that really (laughs) famous one where you bump into someone and you're like oh my god I'm so sorry for dropping all of your stuff let me pick it up hi my name is Melody (laughs) but instead with a chair like oh I'm so sorry Allison for knocking you in the head (laughs) (laughs) oh okay so I'm currently in a relationship um with a girl I'm (laughs) No, they won't be able to see what you're doing. Oh my gosh. So I'm gay. And I've been in a relationship with my significant other for almost half a year now. It's recent. But a fun fact, we actually met during ASB workdays because we're both in ASB. And she threatened threatened me with a water gun. And I was like, I I like her. (laughs) She was like, I like her. I like I like her personality, and it it was like at that moment where I realized it, and I was like, I like this. <laughs> we love that. I love how both of your guys's first like meet cute moment was some like threatening or <laughs> violent situation. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting dynamics. 
Um, so to start off, I guess before you guys started dating your significant others, how exactly did you know that you had a crush on that person? I, mine is really bad. But <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm going to expose myself. I did not really have a crush on him. <laughs> no, but I have like a good reason for this, okay? Okay, first he hit me with the chair. And then the next day, like the day after he hit me with the chair, he comes up to me and it's like, oh, hey, want to go get ice cream with me? And like the ASB, like, you know, like that ASB, like ice cream thing when they had like Sundays and stuff. He was like, oh, you want to go with me? And I was like, who is this man? And why is he talking to me right now? Like why, like literally what's wrong with him, right? <laughs> and I was not paying attention because it was in like our English honors class and our teacher was very difficult and I just didn't want to be there anymore and I was like I gotta get out of here and so I wasn't paying attention and then I was like I should probably ask him what he said and so I asked him and he was like oh yeah it was this and I show up and I bring like two other people when I wasn't supposed to and yeah but then afterwards he was like oh he didn't flirt with me like he just straight up was like hey I think you're cute. We should date. And I was like, interesting. Power and I only move. gave <laughs> yeah. And I only started liking him because I gave him like a week. I was like, you have a week to win me over because I don't know who you are. You have a week to win me over. And then like over that week I started liking him. And that's like how I developed my crush. But <laughs> I didn't have a crush initially. I thought he was weird. <laughs> like, he's really weird. I don't like him. That's such a horrible thing to do. It yeah. Is. Is so Wait, is it okay if we say his name? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> oh, and then I'll say I'll say my significant other's name too. So with Leilani, we I actually started developing feelings for her when it was okay. Mine is more cuter than Allison's, <laughs> but um, it was during the work days as well. And sometimes I would just be doing my work, like painting and then doing stuff for ASB, talking to other people. And out of nowhere, I would just look up and she's already looking at me. I kind of tease her for it. I was like, why are you looking at me like that? Like, why are you staring, stalker? And I still do to the, to this day because she still does it. I think it's really cute, but sometimes it's just like she has a staring problem. that's good though it means like the spark hasn't died you know like that's that is true eye contact is very important I think that's how she won me over eye contact because like I would just look up like randomly and she would already be like looking at me and then we would look away at the same time and I would look back and then she would look back at me and we would do this oh my god over again that's so cute that's like so cute right (laughs) I think that's how she really won me over Wow. Well, that makes (laughs) me feel bad about myself. (laughs) That is so cute. Yeah, honestly, like eye contact is so important. Like you really don't need to say anything. But like, if you have a good way of communicating through your eyes, it's already like, damn, that's hot. (laughs) No, but it's also like, it can also be like creepy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they stare too long, then you're creeped out. Then it's like, this is not attractive anymore. I feel like I'm being stopped. <laughs> like, yes. <I'm> not... <laughs> 100%. I think it's the look of the eye. No, hold on. <laughs> Just the eyeball in general. Yeah, if they're looking at you, like, with wide eyes, 
and just staring at you for like the longest time. I feel like that's so weird. Joe Goldberg stare. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> I don't know how he got away with all of that, honestly. For Iconic real. though. Iconic <laughs> for getting over like getting away with all of that and not getting caught. Aside from the eye contact, what made Leilani stand out to you as a person? And how did she like, I guess, attract you? Her ego is going to be so big if she listens to this. Um, Honestly, it's her work ethic. Like, I don't know what it is about me, but people who like work super hard to get what they want. She's very mature like she knows how to handle stuff well and she's very open-minded i only got to see that part when we actually started talking because we didn't date like that um we had like almost a month to talk and it was just something about she how she approached people and how she approached problems that really made her stand out for me so her ego is going to be so big She's never going to let you lift this down, like, ever. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she has the timestamp and everything ready. <laughs> <laughs> she has the podcast saved. Yeah. Allison, how about you? What stood out for Carl? Weirdly enough, it was how, like, blunt and honest he was, like, at the start. Because a lot of guys that I've met will beat around the bush and like try to flirt with you and then you're like does she like me does she not but like he was just straight up like hey I like you. you should date you know like there was no confusion which isn't as cute I will admit but it made things like not confusing from the very start like I know how he felt so I think that was it and so like obviously Carl liked you first Allison and I'm wondering for Jana, your relationship who kind of made that first move Ooh, it's kind of like a mix between both of us because she was actually the first one to like approach the actual relationship but then I was the one to kind of complete it together like I was actually the one that says oh do you want to be together like how did I say that (laughs) and then I had flowers and then I was like hey can you come over here for a second? I actually have some, I need help something because we were having a picnic with our other friends. So we just stood there and I was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> I said it, I said it more cooler though. I promise. I promise. I said it more cooler and not like that, but that's how, yeah, I think that's how it was. That's so cute. And like, Allison, how was your relationship like official? Oh my God. <laughs> worst person to have on here because all of my stories are like not cute and they're just like awkward but that's just Carl for you like that's what it is um so (laughs) it was so bad so we started talking and I gave him like the week to win me over he was so nice to me that week he's literally never been nicer to me than that week we first met by the way (laughs) it just got downhill from there and I'm gonna, I'm gonna expose you. I'm gonna kill me for saying all of this, but I, and so I told him I was like, we're not dating until you take me on a date. Like that's like my rule. Like I'm not your girlfriend until you take me on a date. And he took me to a verbal place 
and I was fine with it. I didn't really care. I, I was fine with that. I was fine. We're going on a date. It doesn't really matter. And we get there, and I literally hear like these people screaming, calling names, like, oh my God, Colin, you're here. And I was like, I like turn around, and there's like a bunch of people just like sitting there. And it wasn't planned. His friends just showed up there. And I was like, this is just really awkward right now. And so as we're sitting there, they're like across from us, but we're sitting at a table, and they're across from us. I look over, and they're like recording us. And I'm just like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. I don't know what to do. I was like, I don't want to make a scene because like, I'm pretty sure they're just excited he finally got a girl to go out with him. But I, I, I was just like, what are they, why, like, why are they recording us on our first date ever? Like, it just put so much more pressure on me. So like, I felt like I had to like, be like nicer. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I don't know what to do because they were just recording us and I was like this is so awkward I don't know what to do but I didn't say anything and yeah that was that's when we became official when people were recording us at another table oh my god John and are so much cuter like literally all of mine are horrendous <laughs> like, we're like so cute it's, it's cute to a level like I actually find it really fun it's like a funny cute yeah well it all worked out in the end so it's fine (laughs) it's fine I don't really care let's talk more about like crushing on someone because that's like a big part of what we are going to talk about in this episode and so um what is the difference between flirting and being friendly because I feel like especially when you're crushing on someone it's really hard to distinguish the difference and like even when you meet other people you're my or you might be thinking, oh, yeah, you have a very flirty personality when they're just being friendly. So from your experiences, what are like specific details or signs that someone is flirting with you instead of just being friendly? Ooh, I think when it comes to actual flirting, I think the other person would like coming from experience, the other person, the other person would actually take it a step forward as in actually taking taking action to what they will say so like if they say something for you like oh let me take you on a date and then they actually take you on a date I feel like that's a small sign that oh maybe they are trying to take that effort into being in a relationship with you I actually I get that a lot like a lot of people say I'm like flirty but it's just me being friendly it's always guys who say that by the way like I've never <laughs> never ever had a female say that to me like, ever <laughs> and it's always just guys that are like oh you're so flirtatious well I'm sorry if a girl has never flirted with you before for you to know the difference like oh my god like <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm attacking the male species right now and it just stopped but up up honestly like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I feel like the major difference when you know someone's being friendly versus flirting is they'll act different around you. Like they're not gonna act the same around you as they do with everybody else. Because if they're friendly, they're gonna act the same around you as if like everybody else that they're just friendly with. But if they're like, you know, they act different. Like if they're more nervous around you or they're like you more touchy, you know what I mean? Like that's probably a sign they're flirting than just being friendly. That's really interesting. Yeah, like putting in the effort and just like, acting I guess more shy and like less like themselves quote unquote not in a bad way just like in the way that like you don't want them to judge you or um I guess 
you kind of become a little bit more insecure about like the way you act just because you want them to like you back as well. Um, so what has been an example of like some flirtatious moment in your relationship that you think is like cute to share? Donna, you can go first for this one. I need to think. <laughs> I need to think. Oh, especially like during the crushing phase, I guess, like before you guys were official. Ooh, honestly, between me and my significant other, I was the one doing most of the flirting. Yes. <laughs> Super shy. And it took a while for her to get out of her shell. And now she's actually flirting more with me. And that catches me off guard. Sometimes she would like come up behind me because our lockers are like right next to each other. So she would come up behind me and she would say something. And sometimes I didn't, I don't even know if it was her. <laughs> I was like, hello? <laughs> I was just so caught off guard by the way that she says it. But in a relationship, honestly, flirting, like even playful flirting, it doesn't have to be serious, is so key to having a good relationship because it shows like, oh, you have the capability to be funny or to like talk. (laughs) Capability to be funny. Right? Because honestly, let's be honest. Let's put it out on the table. Do you want your significant other to be boring? No. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No humor. Exactly. Some flavor, you know, personality. Exactly. Humor is honestly like top three traits. I think for both guys and girls, everyone loves funny people. Honestly, yeah. Okay, something that I thought was cute. The day of that he told me like about what he thought and he thought I was cute or whatever. He he had a field trip for SP. I don't know what you guys were doing. I don't know what you guys did, but you guys had some field trip. And he came back and I see him, he like walks up to my locker. I'm like, oh, hi. And I look down and his hand is bleeding from someone. I don't know. He said he like Jeremiah was like on his back. I don't know. He said Jeremiah was like on his back or something. And I was like, "Um, what happened? (laughs) And then we're like, oh, let's go. Like, let's walk away. I don't know where we were going. I just remember I wanted to spend time with him. So I was like, oh, yeah. My mom's not here yet. I yeah, and she was totally in the parking lot. But I was like, I want to spend time with him, you know. And then she grabbed my hand with his non-bloody hand, and his bloody hand is just swinging there. <laughs> I don't know if this is cute, but I thought it was cute because he was so nervous, like his hand was shaking, and it was like all. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nervous because he was like it was the first time he had ever held my hand and he was like so nervous I thought it was so cute and then another one he t- he tried to kiss me one time and he bailed out like he's gonna be so mad at me for telling the story he might block me for this but um <laughs> he he was so nervous to kiss me also because I had an orchestra concert that day and I was like running late and all of my friends were so upset at him for like holding us up. And he was like, he just stood there and he was like, it's not the first time, but it's it's been a while. And I was like, he didn't even lean in. He <laughs> oh just God. he just blurted that out. And I was like, Did you see the look okay. Jonna and I like gave? <laughs> we were like, look. You guys like aren't even surprised by this because it's Carl. Like I I just, I didn't even lean in. He just stood there. I was like, it's not my first time, but it's, it's been a while. And I was like, 
okay? And <laughs> he didn't catch me. He bailed out. He literally, he bailed out of it after confessing that to me. He bailed out and I left. Oh, that's such a Carl thing. <laughs> and I don't know, in some like weird way, I thought it was cute because he was so nervous around me. I thought it was cute because he wanted to like make a good impression, you know? <laughs> gonna kill me for that. No, I, I appreciate the effort, you know, like, at least he tried and he like you know put that effort in he's literally not going to talk to me for like a week for exposing our relationship like this but it's realistic you know like it's showing that like not all relationships are like it's <laughs> like picture perfect and adorable see jana is setting the standards yeah and i'm like what you should not <laughs> like I'm like on the floor like you should not this is like not good no what no I no mean? my situation is where you should not be <laughs> like a tear you Proud know single girl anyways while we're on the <laughs> wedding that was um a lot we love that <laughs> that was intense it was very intense I can't get over what you said no, me too. Because <laughs> every time I bring it up, like especially over call, he hangs up on me. Like before I can finish the sentence, he hangs up on me, and he refuses to pick up the phone when I call him back. So he, I, he's gonna like not talk to me for a week because of this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, don't love you though. <laughs> I'll I'll block him with my like social medias on study break, so he won't be able to see the never clip, know. like the episodes. Nobody yeah. has Spotify. He's going to see it on Spotify. Yikes. Well, you know what? While we're on the topic of this, I think working through arguments is also a very important part of a relationship. So, um, like, obviously, arguments are not ideal, but in a healthy relationship, like, it does happen just because not everyone has the exact same opinions. So, as a high school student, I know we haven't gone through like a lot of life experiences and whatnot, but I think going through a relationship does teach you how to like handle situations like um, going through an argument and listening to each other, communicating. So what has your experience been like if you've had like an argument with your significant other? For me, it's very, we always like for both of us, we already see or anticipate like an argument every an argument every time we talk about something and it kind of escalates to that we kind of see it right before the actual argument happens so we take us we both actually take a step back and start talking about it we voice out how we feel about if we said something wrong or if we said something that would affect the other person we step back and we kind of look at it in a sense of how can we be better or how can we take responsibility for what we said or what we do and we just communicate i think communication is such a big factor in a relationship even if it's just in high school because then you kind of like even if you don't work out you kind of have that practice for the future especially even not just in relationships but also with like other things like your friends you know your family teachers kind of build up that skill of communication yeah i agree with jana like um we've definitely gotten to arguments before it's it's been two years like you can't not have an argument and if you have it i'm concerned for you 
it's natural. You're going to like butt heads at some point in your relationship. But I feel like for us, it's also definitely just taking a step back from the whole thing. Sometimes we sleep on it. It's just like a major thing. And then the next day we talk about it. And I think like a major part of it is like validating each other's feelings and like telling each other how you feel and like having each other validate that okay you do feel that way like even though you may not agree that you did something wrong but you they like were affected by that and like you have to validate that part of like they were hurt or they were upset or whatever and I feel like that's super important because if you don't validate them you're kind of gaslighting them honestly and don't want that in your relationship so I feel like yeah communication and validating each other's feelings is super important yeah I think both are so crucial in any like healthy relationships not just romantic but once again like Jana said with friendships with family just everything in general um and so when it comes to validating their feelings I think that's not something that a lot of people talk about I feel like when it comes to relationship it's really specific and it makes a lot of sense it's a really hard skill to nail down both communication and being able to like empathize with someone's feelings um so how did you guys I guess learn this skill or get to this point when you realize that communication is actually important and understanding others feelings are also important I think mine was just literally experience like at the beginning uh, well also because my parents have also set like a really good example of like what a healthy relationship looks like so I try to like take their experiences also my dad just really liked to talk so he talked to me a lot about relationships and stuff <laughs> so I get a lot of wisdom from him but also just experience with like previous <laughs> relationships that did not work out and which is like a disaster and like flames you know but even in my current relationship, there's been times where we miscommunicate with each other or like I didn't know something was wrong, but he felt like something was wrong. And I think like I, at one point I had to sit him down and tell him like, this is really, really important if we want this relationship to work out. Like we have to be able to tell each other things. Like even though you may not want to, I think it's really important that you tell them because or else they're not going to know, you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to know how you're feeling, and they might not be, like, as sensitive as you might need to be, like, surrounding something, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah, I think it's part of it is also from people, and I think part of it is also just trial and error, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I have to agree with Allison on trying to voice out your feelings, like, if they truly did care, if your significant other truly did care about how you are and how you feel, they would always listen. And that's one of like a big green flag for me is that they actually listen to how you're feeling and not just the logistics of it, because you could always go back to the logistics of it, but you can't really nail it down to where you can communicate through your emotions and not making it, you know, go overboard. And same thing with my parents, they did set a good example for me. So communication wasn't that much of a big deal for me in a sense that I couldn't communicate. And in a relationship, if you're the communicator, it's and they're not, it's super hard to kind of like, teach them by just saying it, you kind of have to set that example, and it gets tiring, but it's that effort that you put into is really worth it. If you really, you know, like the other person 
So true. So true. You just have to make it work somehow. And it's going to take time, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if you really like them, then it's all going to be worth it. Now let's talk about commitment. This is like a word that I feel like a lot of students are scared of. I mean, I will be completely honest. I myself also have commitment issues, um, which is <gasps> probably a big thing, like big reason why I'm not in a relationship. But it is tough, like having that, I guess, idea of like, you, you have to spend time with your significant other and like, uh, you have to give them gifts and just all of these different commitments, you know, like responsibilities of listening to each other and all of that. And I feel like in my personal schedule, it's going to be very overwhelming for me. And so how have you guys gone through like any sort of commitment issues you might have or kind of resolve some issues that other people are going through when it comes to commitment? Ooh, there's a heavy there's a heavy one right there <laughs> I I actually hope like I have a lot of friends who have commitment issues and I always notice that it has to revolve either from what they had to do with before and stuff that like with other people and stuff they had to deal with in an academic level like their scheduling and that makes so much sense like they don't have the time as much as they do want to be in a relationship. I've noticed that they really do not have the time at all. So it's it's just a matter of, you know, we're we're high school students. A lot of us are just, you know, not lucky. Well, kind of, but <laughs> but um it's just we're not as experienced, experienced enough as if we were to be older and we knew and we know what we want as much as if we were to be an adult but I think it's also like as much as we hate adults saying it to us we know that it's true that it's because we lack experience and we like that because we're young and I think that's just a big factor of commitment because we haven't had that experience with um go like this sounds so wrong I'm so sorry but like with other people not in that way <laughs> I promise. not in that way but it's like you have a whole world and let's just say Roland Roland is a bubble you know it's gonna be you might find the person that you really like awesome but you're in a bubble where when once you like poke that bubble there's a lot of opportunities with other people with not just in relationships as well but like other stuff that involves commitment but yeah it's just the environment that you're in and it does make sense to have commitment issues because we're in such a bubble especially with COVID you can't go out that's true you have to be really creative yeah and a lot of people resort to DMs I'm like I don't want to be approached through DMs like imagine if you do get together and then you have like a whole future your kids are like how did you guys meet them. like that's so unromantic facts I agree with that I think like sliding into their dms is I think it's a effective thing to do if you want to like get started with chatting but in the long run like just in-person interactions are so much better you really see a lot of the other person when once you see them in person, how they act, because it's very easy to like manipulate your words 
and how you approach certain things through text. Definitely. Yeah, that is a really good point. And I feel like also through, you know, video calls and FaceTime as well, because you can hide yourself, show, uh, what is it, turn off your camera when you have like bad angles or something. <laughs> but like in person, it's just unfiltered, you know, you get to see them for who they are, um, unless they're like, I don't know, going through something and like they're hiding some part of themselves. But that's something you also work on as time passes. So Allison, what about your thoughts on commitment? Honestly, personally, I've never had like commitment issues. I, I don't know if it's just me, honestly. <laughs> I'm like I'm the only person who never had that issue. But I get why people have it, like especially if you have like, a really busy schedule. I don't think it's fair of you to like get into a relationship. Okay, no, that sounds really bad. No, that sounds really, really bad. But, like, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? Like it's not fair to the other person if you're like never emotionally there for them. Like there's you know what I mean? Like it's just not fair if it's like a one-sided relationship especially if it's like something out of your control like your schedule and you're just really busy and it's not something you can control I don't think it's fair to either of you honestly because then it's like they're not really like in a relationship it's more of like you have the title but it's not real you know what I mean and like also with Jonathan like about like horrible past experiences I get it like but you can't bait like I feel like why am I putting everyone on blast on this it's so bad it's but okay I, we're not gonna listen to it so it's okay it's fine it's, it's fine but I feel like something that's really difficult for most people is like if you have bad experiences you're always gonna kind of like compare them and it's really bad but a lot of people do do that like they compare their previous relationship to their current ones and I feel like that's definitely detrimental to your current relationship and yeah <laughs> I would say if you do have commitment issues because of like a prior relationship when you do get into like a new relationship just like make sure that you're being cautious about like not comparing the other to each other because I feel like that's really bad for like both yourself and like the relationship and the person the other person in it also I think how someone can develop commitment issues I've noticed this with like some of my friends oh my gosh they know who they are okay I'm so sorry if you hear this I'm so sorry I love you well then well you're not listening <laughs> by name <laughs> yeah but it's like they will know I'm just gonna say this right now I love you um, <laughs> but I like I've seen it the way that some people develop commitment issues is because they don't really have they don't think the other person is committed as well and they kind of and there's no communication like going back to what we were just talking about there's no com communication of each other's intentions and I've noticed that they start kind of falling back even though the other person seems like they aren't and I think that's where commitment starts to, like the issues of commitment starts developing because of that lack of really understanding each other and true intentions because then next relationship you're starting to question everything over again and it's just like a cycle right and I think that's more like trust issues you know where you feel like you've experienced some sort of like betrayal or just any bad experience in the past and you're comparing it like what Allison said to your current relationship 
and you're just like okay what if this new significant other I'm with is equally as bad as the prior relationship I've been in or maybe even worse you know um and so I mean this isn't just a romantic relationship this can be relationships with your family and your friends as well um just any bad experiences you may have gone through um it can be hard to move on from that and it's tough especially if it's a romantic relationship because you expect that communication right but then some things are really complicated and hard to word or you might not want to share the prior experiences that you've gone through just because it's like you know it's you do set boundaries in relationships and so um that might be something that you're not ready to share with them yet like with trust like everything connects you have you know there's like no communication equals to like trust issues and then once you start having that lack of trust with each other it starts turning into like a commitment issue do you really want to be with this person and even if you didn't have a relationship before you're starting to question everything like is this how a relationship truly is supposed to be like especially oh my gosh I doubt that she's ever gonna hear this but my first girlfriend like ever like during it was during high school I developed the worst trust issues ever from her and it was like I really couldn't trust anybody else because of that and I was like I was I was always second guessing everyone's intentions and that and I've noticed that it developed from that relationship but it's really it's not easy but it's it's possible to bounce back from having trust issues because then I was able to communicate with my family, first of all, they were the first ones to approach me and I kind of gained that knowledge and that skill to trust other people without questioning their intentions and it connected to my friends and then now my current relationship. So I think with commitment and trust issues, it's not easy, but you're able to and it's possible to bounce back from having all those issues. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Allison, do you have anything else to add on? Okay, I've actually been on the other side. Okay, like Jenna's the one with like um, a trust issue. It's okay. It's, it's okay. not Carl. I'm, I'm gonna clear it up right now. It's not Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely was some. I experienced someone who did have major like trust issues, and as a result of that, he was really controlling in the relationship. Oh my god, this is so bad but he was really controlling in the relationship and it was definitely like damaging to my mental health definitely screwed me up for a while like I for a while I thought that was like a normal relationship and that's how it worked but it definitely was not and like it was just small things like every time I would go out with my friends he would be like oh how do I know you're really with your friends right now and I would be like do you really want me to like send you a picture and, and prove to you like I'm not like with another guy right now like there's, there's no trust but the thing is I I never did anything to like make him not trust me like there was never anything that I did I think it was like a more of like a previous relationship thing and I don't know I feel like that's like super important because like I've learned and I would tell other people don't get into another relationship if you don't 
if you're not like ready because you're just gonna end up hurting the other person and yourself at the end of it like it's just not fun for either person <laughs> yeah that's a really good piece of advice yeah definitely um in a relationship you know it's a mutual effort I think it's like when you start to work through like well first it's like accepting what's wrong like you know what I mean first you like realize like oh this is what I need to improve on and then like once you start to like realize that you can start to improve on yourself and I feel like that's when once you get to a place where you feel like you've improved a lot I feel like that's when you're ready but that's subjective to like everyone honestly yeah it's just preparation just by yourself I've seen it with so many other people not just my friends but just you know um just people like I've known throughout the years where they say they just they've liked the idea of a relationship but they've never really prepared for the downside of it because yes you get flowers yes you get like you get gifts but then along with that, you're going to get into arguments and then you guys are going into like a big conflict and you don't really know how to deal with that because sometimes a lot of the people who aren't prepared for an actual relationship are like they're they never had that much experience outside of a relationship because it always connects communication. You know, you know, you just don't talk to just yourself right you talk to other people you share your voice out your feelings with other people um with your friends and if you can't incorporate how you do that with a relationship because of that title it's not going to work out as well like you have to treat it it's very hard to explain but you have to treat the relationship like how you would treat anybody else like a friend you know but with special how do you say this? Like with special treatment as well. I have no idea how to explain it, but I hope that makes sense. See, the way I would put it is if you're a friend, I think you are amazing. You have an amazing personality, but I don't find you cute enough. And yes. then if I'm in a relationship, I think you're really cute and you have a great personality. Yeah, it, it's the truth. I'm gonna get canceled. We're bo- we're both gonna no, get canceled. Yeah, we're gonna get canceled after this gets released. Honestly, like everybody has a different set of standards and how what they find attractive. But if you're only liking them for just like their looks or vice versa, their personality, like do you really like them? Right, right. Because I can't like I always find like the good in people that's one thing that even my girlfriend noticed but you really have to look into their personality as well because I've met people who have like these really good looking significant others but with the worst attitude (laughs) attitude and personality it's like you think oh they're gonna be so nice you know like open up to them being open open minded and then they go up to you, give you like a weird look, and then just walk away. That no, that happened to me. No, <laughs> I was like, I was, I was so nice too. I was like, I was already having bad feelings about this person. It was actually one of my older friends. I already had bad feelings about their their trust your gut, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? 
they say that this person is nice, you know, they have a great personality. And I was like, okay, I trust you. I go out to meet them. I'm like, hi. And they were like, I can't, I can't, I forgot this is a podcast. <laughs> I made a face where they looked at me up and down and then kind of lightly roll, rolled their eyes. And then they just walked away to find my friend. And I was like, okay. That's so rude. Yeah. Right? And I was like, okay. Huge red flags if your significant other treats your friends like trash. If you're a good person, you treat your significant other the almost like the same way that, oh no, sorry. You will treat your significant yeah. other's friends just as well as your significant other. Like, if you're a good person, this is the basics, okay? Like, it's not that hard to be a nice person. Yet, that no. person made it sound difficult. <laughs> no, we get what you mean. Like, how um, you have to treat them as well but the significant others should have like more special treatment that sounds so wrong I don't mean it like that (laughs) I promise I promise but yeah that's so true that was like now every time my friends have like someone that they met that I don't personally know I'm like cool like I don't say okay I would like to meet them I'll be like okay (laughs) (laughs) I'm so scared of what else <laughs> no, no. Like we have masks this time so I don't really see their whole face but this was pre-covid so I saw everything and then I was like ouch I was so hurt I was like yeah oh my god too. no I would be hurt and then I would be salty like I would never forget that and then every time I see them I would just give them like a dirty look like that's just petty <laughs> I would just be petty like that no I would just be petty like rude like it, my God. like if I just went up to you and said hi and just give me like an eye roll first I would like put them on blast to my friends and be like avoid this person <laughs> they are a terrible person pop off Allison. Allison we all need an Allison in our life <laughs> Allison has like some pent-up anger <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Just, you know, just releasing my emotions in this podcast right here. We love that. You know, it's basically group therapy right now. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is nice, right? Like just chatting about relationships, things that are happening in our lives. I can't wait to hear this. I'm just going to skip all to Allison's parts talking about college. <laughs> And then every time, every time we're in, because all three of us sit in the same room, like, right? Or the same room, same <laughs> table. Uh-huh. I would just be like, because sometimes they quarrel. Like, they kind of argue a little bit, but it's like a fun argument. And uh, I'll just pull up the podcast and I'll be like, hey, girl. <laughs> gonna kill both of us. Honestly, gonna call all three of us. She's gonna like call all of us out. Oh my gosh. In the middle of lit. In the middle of lit. He would. He really would. Just like he would walk out of the room, honestly. Let's talk a little bit more about dating specifically in high school, like the things that happen on campus. I have so much to say. I'm so excited. Okay, let's let's start. Let's start. 
All right. So first topic, PDA on campus. I see this every single day. Let me let me give you guys some context. Like from my freshman year to sophomore year until COVID like made us go online. My locker was next to this one guy who's a grade older than me. And he's had like a girlfriend pretty much the whole entire time I was on um, at school. And they would meet up right at their locker, which was next to mine. And then they would just make out right there. And I would be grabbing my books. Yeah, so pre-COVID, you know, there was no masks and stuff. I would be grabbing my books. They would be bumping into me. And I would be like covering my eyes and just like grabbing my stuff, looking the other way, pretending like I don't see anything and just like going about my day. And every time when my friends walk me to my locker, they see that. It happens every single period. Like whenever I go to my locker to grab a book, they are there just making out, going at it with tongue, everything. Yes. And it was like noisy too. And (laughs) I'm sorry, this is like really graphic. (laughs) That experience traumatized me and I am strongly against PDA on campus now with COVID and everyone is wearing masks I don't know if you guys have seen this but I've seen many couples like kiss through their masks or like done some weird things with their masks and it makes me really uncomfortable as well (laughs) so what are your experiences with this and like general thoughts that experience I can't. I'm still. <laughs> it happened. <I> hate, <laughs> That's all I can say. I hate seeing like I'm in a relationship, but we're not like all up on each other at school because it's a professional, like not professional, but it's like a, a public setting. It's yeah. a public setting. You cannot be making out in the middle of the hallways where literal minors are at. <laughs> Like some of them don't even know what kissing is. I've seen, and especially the um the younger kids that actually take uh higher math. Like you've seen those kids, right? <gasps> no, they will be traumatized for they life. They will be traumatized. Oh no! I was like, I've seen, I've seen this once. There was like this couple that was like on the verge of making out. They were like forehead to forehead. I was like, oh, having a little cute moment. I was like, I was kind of making fun of them. Because it looks like a scene from a movie. You know, like those movies where it's like, it's just us. It's you and I against the world. It's like, it looked like that. And I don't know if you see it, like the corners. I think Melody, you've seen it. Like, you know, on our lockers, like towards the end, it's like the corner of the locker and the wall. Mm-hmm. They were doing that and on that corner and it looked so weird. And then I saw one of the kids walking that way. I think they were going they were coming from a math class and then I was like because they had their rolly backpack (laughs) (laughs) oh no no if I sent my kid there I would sue for trauma literally (laughs) distress emotional distress literally I was like I didn't know what to do I don't want them to see that because they were actually like going because they were pulling down their masks so I was like do I speed up and then block the girl? But her rolly backpack was in the way. Of, and I was like, I'm going to jump over this backpack and I'm going to walk faster with the girl so I could like 
so I can help so they don't see it. And then I realized that there was a friend with her. It was a boy and a girl. And I was like, okay, I could block this. I could definitely block it. Because I was going to pick up something from the R building. It was going like this way. And then I was like, okay, I could totally block this. So I was walking the same pace as them. Luckily, they didn't see it. But once I turned back, one the, the girl was like going at his neck. And I was like, what is going on? It's... It was, it was, it was, I have a free six period. I have a free six period. Oh, no, no, no. This was happening in the morning. I remember because I was picking up something from the R building and it was in the morning because that's where they mostly go to during math, right? And I was like, why are they doing this at eight, eight or nine in the morning? It's too early for this right now. <laughs> But honestly, I think the reason why a lot of kids do it, like a lot of the underclassmen and even our grade does it, is because they don't have that type of privacy. Where yeah, they, like where else are they going to do it? Where else are they going to yeah. do it? It's like, they know the school. They know like the layout of it. They know who comes and goes. Like, where else? I'm so sorry. Wait, no, that's not so wrong. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. But no, but there's definitely been some questionable things going on at school. I'm like not gonna even lie, like that you can't even make not sound wrong because it was bad. It was bad. I swear, there's more stories. How about you, Allison? I know. I feel like no. I feel like Harlan and I are like low-key. <laughs> we're like thinking. <laughs> Oh no. We're like the definition of what you guys she, she and Carl were the people. We by were your the locker. people by the locker <laughs> pulling down the mask. No. Um, but like, I feel like we're not, okay, no, we're pretty bad. But like, we're not like super bad to the point where we're making out in front of the hallway. Like, like, no, no. Like, it's like handhold, kiss on the forehead type of PDA. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to make out with him right next to the classroom like I've straight up seen some people do that like on my way to class they're just standing outside the door full on making out and I was like no no I don't need to see this right now but one thing I remember was really bad was it was during lunch it was raining you know and this couple had this umbrella covering them but you like the thing is you can't see from the front but like when you're walking up you can see from the side you know because it's not going to cover the side and I just see this guy just full on making out with his girlfriend while like groping her in front of one of the classrooms. And I was just like, mm, not seeing anything. Like I don't, I don't see anything. But he, his hand was like under her shirt. And I was like, does anyone not see this right now? And the worst part is there was like a friend group next to them. And I was like, this can't be real like this isn't real life right now like what am I doing this is a virtual reality <laughs> this is not real I'm in like a VR simulator right now I am not in your life I was so disturbed they used the umbrella to cover them but like the side was totally open and you could see it with my blind vision like I'm like blind like as a bat right and with my blind vision I could see it clearly and I was like oh my god <laughs> this is horrible and I got like so traumatized 
But I've seen worse, honestly. Like, that's not the worst one. But I don't want to put this on the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to put it on the podcast. But, like, that was explicit enough. Yeah, Melody, you have to put an explicit sign on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally, because of that story. No, not that bad. I didn't say, like, much size groping. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but I can't say anything else. <laughs> you know, sometimes I forget that we're seniors and... Like, we need to, I guess, protect <laughs> underclassmen. And, like, the things we talk about, we're like, oh, yeah, like, this is so normal. But, like, for freshmen, because we have to think of them as essentially sixth and seventh graders because COVID, like, we're all, like, socially underdeveloped by one or two years. So the things we talk about and the like, things we experience is so different from, like, the freshman and sophomore this year. And so, like, when those things happen, I remember the first day of school, I already saw like five different couples making out. They're like, I haven't seen you forever. <laughs> no. Oh, no, you know, oh my, this, okay. It was like second to third period passing, passing period, right? And then I was just walking. I was like, you know, going to my class. It was the first day. And I was like, okay, I've never had this teacher in person before. So I'm going to like go early and see like how the class looks, get my seat, whatnot. I walk and I see this couple run up to each other. Like it's the notebook. The, the guy carries the girl. And he's like, it's, it was just a hug though, thankfully. Oh. But like, yeah. it was so dramatic. It was in the middle. You guys know like the B and C building, like in between that, there's like a big like plot of land. Yeah yeah it was right there in the middle and like the crowd was just you know minding their own business and they were just going at it and I was like wow that was so dramatic I feel like I need Talk a place to them music. for having that type of confidence in front of a whole crowd because I would be exactly. so embarrassed <laughs> I would literally be so embarrassed they missed each other that much you know honestly I feel like if Leilani would do that to me I would run the other way we are not doing this in a public setting like hug me hug me over there (laughs) not in front of a whole crowd right honestly it's true that a lot of the underclassmen also juniors because and sometimes some of us we were in like a whole year of being in our home so we're kind of like underdeveloped some of us are underdeveloped on social setting like some I've I've talked to a lot of like sophomores and freshmen like they're doing the best they can to survive and they lack a lot of the social skill that kind of goes on through if we we had it during eighth grade like we had that kind of social setting in eighth grade coming to freshman year but they didn't have that so they have that I'm sorry, freshman, but you guys still have like that seventh grade mentality. <laughs> no, I had that too. Them. No, no, I I had that too, but not because of COVID. I had it because I went to a very Christian school, and so everyone was like super Jesus, you know, oriented, <laughs> and <laughs> and like that was forbidden. Like literally, hand holding, no. Like touching, no just no like one time we went to camp and they were like boys are blue girls are pink and we don't want to make purple like that was their <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I wish I could say I was joking 
these couples doing like literally what is wrong with all these people <laughs> like I kind of get what they're like doing but they adjust I feel like you adjust pretty quickly though like you go there like pretty much every day but I get it like being socially you know what do you call it socially it's true I don't blame them though I feel super bad from them it's like they had their whole freshman experience taken away like freshman year high school like it's gonna be so weird in college too because next year we're all in college but freshman year I remember walking in there were seniors that looked like our grade our freshman year and there were seniors and juniors that looked like they were supposed to be in college there were some <laughs> that literally looked middle-aged like I like no 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 some people like I was like did they like repeat a grade or something? Like, why do they look so yeah, like old? For real. They look so mature, and I was like, and some of the students, some of the most mature, like on both genders, some of them look so mature, and their significant other looks so young. No, oh it just God. feels wrong. Like, it just there. feels wrong. Like, it look, it looks wrong. It feels wrong. Even though they're like the same age, it just looks so wrong. I was like. Seeing that as a freshman, I was like, huh? I'm going to protect myself. <laughs> right, I was so confused. And I was like, it took it took a while to adapt. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, before I got into high school, I don't know why, like in middle school, I was a big fan of WikiHow. <laughs> <gasps> oh my God, me too. No, me too. I love yes. WikiHow. I spent all my time reading that. Exactly. And so one of them was like how to survive high school. Um, and then like, like not only on WikiHow, but also YouTube videos, like they would talk about how as a freshman girl, you should be careful because there are a lot of senior guys who would like take advantage of you. It's true. No, it is true. <laughs> to any freshman or honestly, any grade, like be careful. Literally. Wait, did that happen to any of either of you? Like, no, I'm gay. No, no, I mean like with a girl. No, no, I mean like with a girl. No, I mean like a girl. Maybe I should have worded that better. Wow, that was a highlight moment. I'm sweating. Okay. To answer your question, no. Wait, no? What about? No. No? Uh-oh. No, 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 not a senior, a junior when I was a freshman who had a girlfriend. (gasps) I don't want to expose him. He's going to know who it's probably after he's in college now. Tip, because I'm already seeing it. Our class, they're like going for a lot of freshmen and sophomores. I've seen it. Yeah, a lot of, well, my my girlfriend is a junior, so that doesn't count. everyone but her (laughs) everyone but her okay so she's valid (laughs) but I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of seniors go for like freshmen and I'm like that's a big topic actually 
like I've seen that everywhere is it okay for like a a senior to go with like a sophomore or like to date a sophomore or a freshman because logically like when you think about it they're only two three years apart but it's like no that's the Romeo and Juliet law yeah I don't know if it's in California though probably what is that what is the Romeo and Juliet law it's It's like four years you're allowed to date someone within four years of your age so like 18 and 14 really as long as they're consenting but I was like it just feels wrong (laughs) it just feels icky yeah and it's it's also again with like the maturity I see it totally like that and then some people are like oh no it's only like two years two years like I get one year (laughs) I get the difference between one year or like they're old by one year but it's like if I see a senior try to get with a freshman it's like dude what is going it's it's a cycle it's Mm -hmm. a cycle we've seen it our freshman year and now that we're seniors we see our class do it no I've never known anyone (laughs) yes literally no one I've seen yeah I don't know anyone either but I've seen like people but that I know are seniors with people that look really young and I'm like I've never seen them before probably a freshman or sophomore I think honestly, when you think when you think about it, it's like a lot of because a lot of the times you've seen your class, like the people in your class so many times. And then when you see someone new, it's like, oh, hey, and it's usually the grades below us. And I think that's where maturity comes from in high school. It's like you have to think about this like, okay, they're new. They could just be your friend. But dude, don't take it into a relationship that's like, what's going on there? I've I've seen it already. I don't know if you guys have. I have. Well, I've seen some people do it, but I don't. I haven't seen people I personally know like do it. Oh, no, I think no, I'll no, get no. creeped out. <laughs> I think I would get creeped out. Honestly. Yeah, no, it's the same for me. I've seen like people I know but are not close to do it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's it's like a weird cycle that should be stopped, but I doubt it's going to stop i don't think they're still legal though and that's kind of yeah like who's watching over this yeah no honestly like i don't know anyone personally and like non-personally like i've just never heard that this year at least um i don't even think before like i really knew any seniors going for freshmen i don't know i'm just not really like in uh, or was it <laughs> up, updated with school drama and like whatever but yeah that's I feel like seniors or specifically for high school seniors and freshmen there's such a big age gap even though it is four years but like development wise like you grow so much just within these four years and it's so different from if you were a college senior dating a college freshman I mean that is still like there's some differences but it's not as big as being a high school senior versus a high school freshman yeah that's so true because it's like by that time a lot of the students like a lot of the senior students are already viewed as adults 18 yeah it's like it's also going into like legal matters mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh god how did we get here again? <laughs> Freshman in um senior relationship from PDA. PDA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say something about PDA. 
Go ahead. Um, John is sick of Carl and I. Don't you and lit. No, you know what? It's okay. okay. Before, I was, before I was with my girlfriend right now, it was like, when will I have that? Because <laughs> um, our only class, because she's a grade lower than me, right? So the only class that we have together is ASB. And that's, and we barely like talk to each other because we're trying to get like work done because we're doing like activities and stuff. And that's kind of like a part of our relationship. We know our priorities, but we still make time for each other. But with PDA, with PDA we literally just hold hands and that's it. I think for both of us, even just sometimes like we talk a lot and sometimes we separate ourselves from like our friend group because we just like having time together but all we do is just hold hands or she would like hold my arm and then we would just walk around the school like that or sometimes I would just be carrying everything for her like I would be carrying a whole bag and then I we would just walk like that but I've seen so many people just like they're all up each other it looks like they're choking it looks like the guy is choking the girl. Like they'll they'll be walking like this. They think they're all cool, right? They're like walking like this, but the girl's shorter than them, right? No, they Kyle does that intentionally. <laughs> he does that intentionally. A headlock. Kyle does that intentionally. John has witnessed it. I've witnessed it. Yeah. It happens, it happens during class. And then sometimes it's so funny between Allison and Carl. It's just it looks like you guys have been married for <laughs> almost 30 years and you guys are fighting over the remote. And if <laughs> Stacy and I, the person in our class, Stacy and I would just be there doing our work and looking over it. And you guys are like, look, it's not fighting, but it's like, what's a softer term for that? Like banter. Fighting, bantering, yeah. And I'm like, aw. <laughs> I literally did that one time. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and I just started doing my work. <laughs> I was like, "But it's cute." I feel like Carl's and Allison's relationships is much more realistic than <laughs> it is. No, John is like um the expectation, you know. And then me and Carl were just like the reality. But like John and like, like the expectation everyone aspires to have, you know? Yeah, it's. It's hard. <laughs> it's like I mean, hard being this cute of a couple. <laughs> we have our moments though. And then sometimes it was like, sometimes we would play fight and then I would be, I would play around and I would like walk away faster from her. <laughs> like, have you, have you done that? No, but. Faster from Carl. No, but I've like actually like been upset with him. <laughs> <laughs> Melody's like, oh. yeah, like, <laughs> great. <laughs> you know what? If you're single and listening to this, um, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you're going no, no, take Valentine's Day for yourself. Literally, time for yourself. Put yourself first. You, literally, you have no responsibility to another person. Take advantage of that. Yes. Yourself. Mail exactly. flowers to yourself. Mail yourself flowers. And do it. Honestly, you know what? I've 
I've contemplated on doing that because last year during COVID, I wasn't talking to anyone. I was like focusing on myself and Valentine's Day came around and I was like, what if I mail flowers to myself exactly on January 1st? I would forget February 14th. So, <laughs> so if I got flowers that day, I would be like, oh my God, I have a secret admirer. But it's actually for me. I actually contemplated on that. That's how you bad. Brainwash yourself into thinking you have a secret admirer. Stop! It was down bad. bad for yourself. <laughs> it was that bad during quarantine. It was that bad, and then I didn't go through with it. I was like, "You should have." It would have been funny for you. Because it was a month prior to not not even like a month, like a month and some days later it would be like I would have to mail it about a week before because there's a lot of florists that actually do that and I would be like no that's so sad imagine like your parents like your my parents didn't know that I had that plan until I actually told them eventually what if I went through with it and they're like oh my gosh you have flowers who's it from I'm like me (laughs) You know what? I honestly think that is such a baddie move. Like, why not give yourself flowers? Yeah, Appreciate no. yourself, you know? Exactly. Like, if you're going to do it for other people, you can do it for yourself, too. Exactly. You know, yeah. I actually pre-made a TikTok that I was going to post for my <laughs> uh, podcast TikTok. Um, I'm just going to read the ideas I had for uh, Valentine's Day Singles People Edition. <laughs> since we're on the topic (laughs) let's see it's the wildest dreams audio oh geez that was so loud (laughs) okay so eight things to do on valentine's day for single people watch the sunset slash sunrise listen to an album you haven't heard of before read a book cook a family recipe buy yourself flowers of course listen to study break because duh <laughs> go stargazing and create a bucket list. Ooh, those are so solid. Yes. Those are really solid. Honestly, on Valentine's Day, it doesn't even have to be with like a significant other or yourself. It could be with your friends. Yes. Yeah, especially now quarantine like quarantine, but <laughs> COVID <laughs> is um like lifting up a bit. You can actually start going somewhere. Actually, a lot of the things that you can do with your friends, like the stargazing stuff, like you guys are away from people. It's it's like intimate. It could be with like a group of friends. It could be just with one friend. Don't catch feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, unless they're oh cute, God. you know. Melody. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we we just jumped back from like one conversation about cute of being cute and being attractive. <laughs> I'm guilty of this, but I start liking the person because I fall in I fall in love with the moment with that person. But you can't, you have to, you you have to separate that because it's not reality. It's not like you would be you would like be out on a date or something. Not even a date. Like you guys are going out to eat, um, watching the sunset, and then you're just so like into the moment and then it's so intimate when it's just one person like if you don't see them as much as like just a best friend like a friend like super platonic you will catch feelings oh my god 
you will <laughs> to 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 anybody who's watching this listen because you will do not fall in love with the person because you're in love with the moment do not it doesn't it doesn't work that way it does not you know what you are right you are so right <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay the thing is i okay one of the reasons why i'm not in a relationship aside from my busy schedule is because like i just have really high standards for people and like if i'm gonna date you, you should you have to, exactly don't ever lower your standards um but yeah, mine's might be a little bit too unrealistic, so I might need to, you know, adjust that a bit. But um, like falling in love, or not falling in love, but like liking someone because of a special moment that you guys shared, and then just like thinking about it all the time is like something that happens to me so often, just because like I'm also someone who sees the good in people. And usually when that happens, you have a lot of really great conversations and my love language is quality time okay so like having good conversations it's why I have a podcast like it is amazing and sometimes at school when that happens I'm like okay that was really cute like I really like the conversation (laughs) (laughs) and then like especially if the if the guy is cute I'm like (laughs) (laughs) I'm like doing the hair tug I I can't really I can't Oh my god, like Debbie Ryan when she was like in radio. Yeah, exactly. I think we only have time to talk about one more. So do you guys want to talk about like making time for your significant other, gossip and drama from peers or stereotypes that high school relationships like don't last or aren't serious? I think we covered a lot of like the gossip and drama part and Mm -hmm. then making time. I want to know like the take on stereotype because I've seen that everywhere especially from yeah older like the teachers because the teachers see us with our significant others and they always say it it's like okay I'm sorry that your high school sweetheart didn't last oh <laughs> I'm so no. sorry I'm so sorry I oh my gosh I don't mean that please don't fail me whoever sees this the teacher's listening to this I, I'm gonna fail Jana now I'm so sorry <laughs> um one of our teachers that we ha- I have a class with Carl and she was so scared that we were going to break up at some point in the school year and we would have to like sit on opposite sides of the classroom and I thought it would be so funny we didn't go through this we really should have like after winter break I was like we should walk in act like we hate each other pretend like we broke up and it was really bad and be like yeah I, I can't I just can't be around him anymore like I just can't you know like I <laughs> it's evil <laughs> you should have gone through one it was her worst fear it was her worst fear and I was like I just want to see how she would react honestly to this like I don't know how she would Monday. react to it <laughs> Monday Monday one I week before Valentine's Day she's gonna exactly you should I say you should. I think she's <laughs> gonna be horrified. She might hate us after. <laughs> <laughs> tell her to listen to the podcast, and then she'll understand the context. Dude, tell her to skip like all the way to the end. <laughs> <laughs> any of the teachers listening to this, please don't fail any of us. Thank you. They can take it. They're adults. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you're just digging a deeper hole for yourself. <laughs> That's true. I just. 
let's wrap it up <laughs> before I say something I regret. Allison, any thoughts? I think, okay, this is something my mom told me. She said in a relationship, you guys are either going to grow together or grow apart. And I feel like once we hit college and like we start working and stuff like that, that's when it's really going to hit. Like you're either going to grow together or grow apart. Because right now there's like not really much. <laughs> there's really not like in a high school relationship. There's like no stress. You have no mortgage. You have like no bills to pay. You don't really have any like dress like on the like exterior, outside dress that like most adults would have. So. I feel like when you get into like that kind of situation, you're gonna see like what the relationship is made of, you know? So yeah, I feel like I get why people say it, but you're either gonna grow together or grow apart. Allison, Jonna, thank you so much for coming on my show and sharing your relationship with all of us. Um, how can my listeners connect with you guys? Oh, uh, you can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Allison Hua with two A's at the end of the Hua. Same for me. You could follow me at jd.olo. That's O-L-L-O. I will have their Instagrams linked in the description. Also, be sure to follow Study Break's Instagram at the Study Break Podcast, as well as tuning into your favorite podcast app, follow study break there and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. Thank you all so much for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>